Every spine has a subluxation. Each subluxation is producing dis-ease in one or more places. <clears throat> Potentially then, every subluxation needs adjustment, needs chiropractic, therefore, the world needs just what you and I have. Potentially, <clears throat> every sick person is demanding chiropractic, calling for it, needing it, crying for it, actually shouting for it, but doesn't know it. Why isn't he or she getting it? Because he doesn't know that it's chiropractic he needs. We haven't told him, we haven't sold him chiropractic. The sick world has sold itself to us, but we haven't sold ourselves to them. <clears throat> Skipping a bit on the bottom. So long as every person in the world has a subluxation and it produces dis-ease and it can be proved and printed that adjustment gets him well, then every person in the world is going to demand chiropractic so long as there exists one person with a subluxation and they remain sick. The people will demand adjustment in the ratio as they know what it is and what it does. <clears throat> as this is from B.J. Palmer's um, Up From Below the Bottom, which is another one of the green books I've given you guys. <clears throat> so this is in a section of this book called Selling Yourself. And of all the people you really need to sell anything to, it's yourself. It's yourself. I just listened to a great talk um, on Hay House, um, which uh, they're the ones who um, uh, publish a lot of great books from like Marianne Williamson, Wayne Dyer, and all the other greats. Um, anyway, so I listened to this great talk by Ilana uh, Bazan. And one of the coolest things that she said during this particular talk relates to exactly this, this idea of selling yourself. And the, the idea is, is, it's your time. It's your time. Right now, it is your time. It is your time to choose what you want. And I'm asking you to choose taking care of the kids. The kids out there are sicker and sicker and sicker than I've ever seen them before. <clears throat> Just this week, we've seen kids been, who have seizures, and we've seen kids on the spectrum, and we've seen kids with modifying ear infections, and we've seen kids with all kinds of crazy stuff going on. We've seen pregnant moms with rich babies. This is just in one week. This is just since the last time I saw you. Over and over and over again, the, the world out there is filled with sick and suffering kids and pregnant moms and, well, and people. But for me, the big eye cluster tonight is the sick and suffering kids and pregnant mamas, and they need us, but just like this says, we're not telling them that we're here. Why is that? I can't figure this out. Why is this still such a damn secret? Can you explain this to me? We've been around for 122 years and it's still a secret. And I tell people about it right now, they show them the brain, show them the nurse, nobody's ever told me that before. Really? And, oh yeah, I've been to Congress all my life, nobody's ever told me that before. What do you got for this old year? Well, I'll come back when you need it. Well, how the hell do they know they need it? Right? right? That's a professor medical model, come back when you need it. Come back when you feel it. Right? That's what dentists do and, and, and you know, pediatricians and stuff. They say, yeah, when the kid's got a fever, they come back. So when I have a symptom, Too much technology going on problems. I can't do this. But anyway, people have to understand that 
What we need to do is we need to make sure that we are selling ourselves to ourselves. That we are selling ourselves to ourselves. That to me is the biggest issue that I see in chiropractic today. Well, they should be able to hear me. The microphone is on. <clears throat> the, um, we have to sell ourselves to ourselves. Why can't we believe in what we do? What are we so afraid of believing? I don't understand. I can't figure this out. <clears throat> but, uh, but the thing that makes me think that I have a little bit of a clue is when I first graduated, I was not as philosophical as I am now. When I first graduated, I did not own the chiropractic science and art, right? And the philosophy, the three pieces, the science, art, and philosophy, I didn't own that. Because I didn't study great books when I was here at school. And I really didn't, I, I was really into the art. That was my big thing, the art, art, art. And not that that's bad or wrong, and you guys should get really, really amazing at adjusting. You should get amazing at Godstead, you should get amazing at diversified, full spine, all these basic techniques, these foundational techniques. You need to get as good as you can with those things. You need to become a master. You should not be graduating from this institution saying, I'm not sure if I can, I'm not really that good at adjusting side posture. I'm not really good at cervicals. If I'm that man, I really can't. You should not be saying that when you graduate. When you graduate, you should be ready. That's like saying, I'm going to go to the Olympics, but I'm really not really ready for it until, you know, like, maybe when I get there, I'll get ready for it. No, if you're graduating, you are now in the Olympics. And if you're in the Olympics, if you have the training, you're not a master, you don't know how to flow, you say, well, my left hand just doesn't work very good when there's side posture. Well, what do you do in the real world? Adjust every way to right hand? Right? This is, this is a matter of training. Training. Training the art. Making sure you are as the best as you possibly can be with your art. Training your philosophy. When somebody asks you a question, how are you going to answer it? When somebody asks you a question, you're going to answer it with this hour and a half long gobbledygook science baloney that makes you sound really smart, but they have no idea what you're talking about. Right? Because that's what most people do. They go blah, 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 and people just go glaze over, and then they give you the head bob like this. You understand? Uh-huh. Right? But they have no idea what you're talking about. And do you, do you understand the science? Some people like, who are so into the philosophy don't even appreciate the science. The science is the basis behind everything. So we need to have all of these things. So if you want to be what what I see as the most successful chiropractors are those that sell themselves to chiropractic first. And once you own it, then you deliver it. But if you don't own it, it's very hard to deliver. You know, if you have a salesperson, like one of the one of the first things to do uh, when, when I buy a car, and a salesperson comes running out from the thing, you know, they, they descend on you like vultures, you know. You get out of your, you're just getting out of your car, you get like six, ah, ah, vulture Right? And one of the first things I do with one of these people, I said, what kind of car do you drive? So we, we drive Toyotas. And they're like, well, uh, if they don't say I drive Toyota, I'll say, give me no salesperson. I don't want to talk to you. I'm not interested. You're, oh, yeah, well, I drive a Ford. You're driving a Ford, you're here at Toyota? Well, then give me someone who drives Toyota. Because I don't want someone who doesn't believe in what they sell. Right? To me, that, that makes a lot of sense. I do not want to go to someone who isn't 100% convinced. And if I don't spend that much money on a car, 
then I better have someone who feels the same way I do about that car. I love my Camry. And I want someone else who not just loves the Camry because they get a nice commission off it, but they love Camry because I drive a Camry too. Right? That makes sense to me. <coughs> same with chiropractic. How well can you get adjusted? I always ask the students when they're talking to me about something. How many years? Well, well they say, you say well. That's a bad answer. <laughs> well, there's no excuse. If you say your patients need to get adjusted two or three times a week, and then once you're on you get adjusted once a week, if you're not getting adjusted once a week yourself, then how are they going to believe that if you don't do it? If you talk to your patients about nutrition, you say, yeah, you know, it's really important for you to take care of yourself and eat right and exercise and stuff. Yeah, if you're not eating right and you're not exercising, how can you give them this bits of advice? Right? So you have to believe it yourself. If you're not getting adjusted regularly, then it's very hard to tell people to get adjusted regularly. So I want you guys to really think about that. When we're talking about, when we're talking about what BJ Palmer is mentioning in this section of his green book. We haven't sold ourselves to them. And in my opinion, it's because we haven't sold ourselves to ourselves. But the most successful chiropractors, they believe. They have a conviction. They have a faith. You know what my conviction is? If I don't do it, who's gonna? That's my conviction. If I don't talk about chiropractic, who's gonna? If I don't teach you ICPA, who's gonna? If I don't teach you, who's gonna? If I don't adjust that little boy, that little girl that's pregnant, who's gonna? I can get a lot of the chiropractors, but I don't see them doing it. I have to do it. It's my responsibility. I take this on as my responsibility. And other chiropractors who are super successful, they take on as, as their responsibility. Their town is their responsibility. So I ask you guys to really think about that. <clears throat> like what Van Sant said, is it's your time. It's your time to choose. What do you want? What do you want out of your life? Where do you see your future? What, are you, what is your expectations? Because if you're just if you're just waiting for stuff to happen, I'm just gonna wait until I graduate, and then, well, I'll wait until I become an associate, well, I'll wait until I get my own office, well, I'll wait until I get married, well, I'll wait until I have kids. And if you just keep on waiting, then you just wait a long time. It's time to choose. I chose this a long time ago. I designed my life a long time ago. I said, this is what I want. I want to teach. I want to adjust a lot of kids and pregnant moms. I want to have a happy marriage. I want to be a great dad. I chose this a long time ago. 1991, my wife and I are sitting in Maui, Hawaii on our honeymoon, writing down our goals. These are our goals. I'm living the goals we wrote down in 1991. Looking out in the ocean during our honeymoon 32 years ago. Right? I chose. What do you choose? Because here's the deal, guys. I want you to get this. If you don't choose, life chooses for you. And you may not be happy with that choice. You may not be happy, and you, and you look back, and, and, I, and I look my, I, my parents, I love my parents, they were beautiful people, God bless them. But they never chose, and life ran them over, and over, 
old man. And my poor dad, he hated his work. And my mom, she worked and worked and worked, and she, the two of them just worked and worked and worked and hated what they did, and they did not enjoy their life. And I don't want that. And I don't want that for you. But you gotta choose. If you gotta choose, if you're waiting for, for a paycheck, you're waiting for Medicare, you're waiting, like that was a, I can't wait to retire. That was my, my whole life. I can't wait to retire. But anyway, retired. And then you just sat around. God bless him. He didn't know what he wanted. And he never chose. And he really wasn't as happy as I think he could have been if he had made a choice. And I'm asking you to choose. I'm asking you to think about it right now. Does that be kids? I don't care. Some people hate kids. Don't adjust them then. Right? That shouldn't be your thing if they're adjusting kids. I love kids. Right? One of our first dates, when my wife and I, we're sitting in, our, in this restaurant downtown Atlanta. She went there. I was here. And there was some kids in this booth behind us, and I was like making faces or whatever. And she said, You love kids, don't you? And I didn't really realize it. I said, I do. And that was the beginning, right there. Right? But I knew that, right? I, I had that thing inside. The kids have always been, like, I've always had fun with kids. It's always, we've always, like, interacted. Like, he used to say, my, like, a five year old brain. Like, that's what she says why I'm so so good with kids. But, but that's, that's, I've got my niche. I'm asking you guys to find your niche. Find your niche and be happy about it. And it's your time, as Valentine said. It's your time. And what a great, great deal. You guys are 10, 20, a year left. Figure it out. If you have to figure it out, then it's your time. Now's the time to figure it out. So when you graduate, you know exactly what you want and exactly where you want to be. Exactly who you want to do it with, it's your time. Choose. Choose now. Don't let life choose for you. It's time for you to choose. <coughs> choose now. <coughs> okay.